0: Hello, welcome to episode 217 of the Casual Try Hard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And uh, spring forward hits different, folks, when you're over 40, let me tell Ooh. you.
1: Yeah, there's there's not much spring left in it. I am struggling today.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been rough. Not as hard as a toddler. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 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 um, so today's kind of a grab bag of random Wizards announcements that we haven't talked about. Some yeah, somehow I stuff. completely
1: missed that uh we had a march of the machines like announcement stream or whatever it must have happened when I was at school or something I... yeah
0: I mean we had, we had we had a whole show last week it was fine yeah so if you want to talk to us about anything you can get at us on social media all those links are in the description below
1: yeah hit us up if you got any show ideas for us uh, we always love to hear from you guys so make sure you reach out. Uh, if you're looking to support the show, there's a couple different ways you can do it. The first is with our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. If you follow that link and anything you purchase after that, whether it's all those one singles or sealed product or a couple cards for your commander deck or whatever you need, uh, you'll help support the show because we'll get a, a little tiny percentage of that. If you want to support us a little bit more directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casual If you sign up as a patron, chip in as much as you see fit. Um, There's a couple different tiers in there, but all the tiers are really the same. So just whatever, however much enjoyment you get out of us and you want to give back, just chip in something. Uh, You'll get access to our show notes, so you have a sneak peek about what the show's going to be. You also get access to our pre-show, which is... Kind of just us rambling about whatever's going on locally in our lives, whatever. Uh, sometimes magic related, sometimes not. And patrons also get put on my mailing list for when I have cool swag to send out, which uh, probably be in a week or two, I'll have another mailing go out. So if any of that sounds good, or if you just really appreciate the work that we do head on over to patreon.com slash casual and sign up. We would appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, We also have a YouTube channel. Surprise! You can watch us do this show on YouTube. Uh, Comes out alongside the regular show every Thursday. Um, Also, Brian has some limited content he's been putting out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I'm getting back. I I know I missed a week or two in there with school and stuff. Didn't have time to record. Had some computer issues. But uh, I'm back with Tom Foolery Tuesday. So I got a video that will be coming out tomorrow well, tomorrow for me, a couple of days ago for you guys, uh, where I play, you know, whatever funsies deck I feel like. So make sure you check that out. Uh, I, what
0: you- uh, I was looking at the thumbnail for 50 Cracked Packs. Yeah? <laughs> it's uh, pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out if that was our heads on there or not, but... Oh, you hadn't seen that one before, huh? No. No, 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 no.
1: If you want to be entertained by our thumbnails... Yes. Some of them are pretty good. Go over to YouTube good. and check them out.
0: Yeah, there you go. There's, there's the hard sell.
1: That, that one in particular is pretty good.
0: If you want to yes. see Brian on Rob Schneider's body dressed up like a lady... You go. You give you give away control. You, you, your podcast partner uh, does one where I'm getting shot, maybe or about <laughs> to get shot in Wolfenstein. Now I'm Rob Schneider wearing what looks like a blonde uh, uh, string mop on my head. Just, yeah, it's a mop. It's a mop. So yeah, hey, I don't always make you the the weird one. I'm, I I'm the weird one that- occasionally. <laughs> I appreciate that you hugging. I've only me as... got so
1: many like headshots to work with, so yeah, it's whatever
0: you... the headshots lineup is. You, you hugging me as we read a book. <laughs> well, yeah, I figured I'd be the creepy one. <laughs> yes, yeah, I like the sunglasses; it's a good look. Um, so, all right,
1: yeah. Send me some headshots, and I'll do a better job. <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe maybe we need to do in this like photo shoots where I do the uh just the YouTube faces and you can just you can just take screen uh screenshots. Yeah.
1: I actually had to go back into uh some of the old videos we did with Juan to get some headshots
0: for you. Oh man. <laughs> I guess I, I guess I could like take some some phone pictures and like with the green screen. Yeah, I mean it don't matter. I can cut the background out pretty easily but all right this is what they're paying for right this, this, this <laughs> is green screen headshot talk yeah welcome to our new podcast thumbnails for dummies the the content people crave it's right thumbnail talk rondo rondo <laughs> it's what people crave that's right i think it's killing them <laughs> all right so um we haven't talked about one of these in a while, but we have secret layers. Yeah.
1: Uh, some new ones were announced. I don't know if any of them are super duper relevant, but I figured we'd run through some of the highlights real quick. Yeah, like um, There's only a few days left in this drop. Again, we kind of missed the boat here.
0: Um, I don't know. There's nothing that really moved the needle much for me. Yeah. Like the Phyrexian ones are nice, but like, I don't know blue green infect is not really a deck anymore
1: well even if it was you're going to spend $120 for four bladed agents four glistener elves and for four, uh ink moths
0: I mean I did have a foil out legacy deck at one point so making True. bad decisions is not like out of my range <laughs> yeah
1: has happened before <laughs> will happen again
0: probably yes yeah are there four Attracts in the mail there are there you go. So, um, so there are. There's oh gosh, there's the Phyrexian one. So the, all the Phyrexian creatures, uh, and Batterskull, Skull, he guess he's an honorary creature, uh, yeah. are all in Phyrexian text. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Just, are you new to Magic and you have and you and you don't know what cards do just from the art? I present you with a made-up language.
1: <laughs> made-up language full of made-up characters? Yeah. With made-up syntax?
0: Hey, they did put out a made-up Rosetta Stone for Phyrexia. Phyrexia. Oh, there's, a,
1: there's like, a whole ongoing, like, forum about yeah. deciphering the Phyrexian language.
0: But Wizards put out the, the definitive guide. Oh, did they? Yeah, for this set. Like how to even say the characters. Oh. Like a pronunciation guide and everything. Hmm. So, that one's kind of cool. I think much like uh, a Trekkie, like, that knows how to speak Klingon, I feel as though you have to speak Phyrexian if you use these cards.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many people are going to be speaking Phyrexian.
0: I mean, it's a non-zero number. People I'm speak... Sure. People speak Klingon. They yes they do. So and then we have Draw Your Hand, which
1: Yeah. We I were talking about know. these ones a little bit in the pre show. Um they're kinda weird. They're a funky style and they're hard to read.
0: Yeah, like I the art's not bad. I'm not yeah. I'm not trying to dunk on the art in any way. But like it is hard to like decipher the rules text on the card yeah right and like um like deafening silence is like legible ish but like Mm -hmm. counterbalance like lord only knows yeah right like I know that counterbalance is blue blue and looking at this card I keep thinking it should be blue red
1: Oh, yeah, I see.
0: Right? like Yeah,
1: it definitely looks blue-red.
0: Yeah. Like, they have the blue mana symbol inside a red flame-shaped thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird.
1: The opposite of every other time it's been portrayed.
0: Yes. It's and also
1: like holding a Pokeball?
0: Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Got to catch them all, I guess. Exactly. Ellisnor and I choose you <laughs> um yeah fine like there's no real value in here
1: Yeah I mean I, I have no idea how much counterbalance is but it's never been reprinted right uh, or has it had a reprint?
0: I feel like it's been reprinted
1: It's also I, been banned so <laughs> this
0: is true
1: well I I guess not actually banned but banned. As a consequence of top being banned,
0: yes, shadow banned. Um, yeah. Uh, survey says on Card Kingdom right now, it is thirty bucks for okay. an excellent one. So I guess there is value if you want an eligible counterbalance.
1: Yep. Um. In Eldrazi conscription used to be expensive. Again, is- I don't know that it still is, but. But yeah, Deafening Silence and Bruno Light of Alabaster.
0: Oh, driving description is $18, you? so I take it back. There okay. is value here, but then you have to not be able to decipher your cards. Yeah. So then we have Snakes. I'm a snake. Snake. <laughs> I'm a snake. They totally should have hit
1: him on these cards. S-
0: yeah, that would have been great. Just five different arts of him saying, I'm a snake. So wearing a
1: snake on his head.
0: <laughs> there's Hex Drinker, Lotus Cobra holding hedge clippers, mm-hmm. Shahiro the Anointed, Ice Fang Kawaddle, and then sure. Stone Coil Serpent, Rest in Peace, Naked Guy with his wiener out.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know whose idea that that was to publish that art like that, but
0: I'm assuming like they just didn't see it yeah i mean i don't care i went and then and then and then it, and then it went not to everybody so and then it went to reddit and then yeah. like someone was like pulling the uh super troopers thing enhance enhance <laughs> and just like oh oh i see yeah um
1: again though like not a ton of value in here right like hex drinker at one point was expensive but i don't think it is anymore and Lotus Cobra just caught a reprint at rare I can't imagine that's a million dollars anymore
0: yeah I doubt it is Hex Drinker is again I'm on five bucks yeah Lotus Cobra um the old version is five bucks the new version yeah. is four Ice Fang Quaddle is pretty cheap Pretty yep. sure.
1: Which only leaves Sashiro, so unless that's like a $30 card, I don't think there's any value here. Two
0: American dollars.
1: Yeah. No value.
0: I mean the art's cool. But... Yeah, no, the art the art is cool. But yeah, Hex it's. Hex
1: drinker's kind of slick.
0: Yeah, Hex Drinker is good. Yeah. But And then Ice Fangs are Three dollars for the retro frame uh for the foil etched retro frame ones, they're like two dollars. Yeah. So no value there. No value in stone coil, serpent, and sheep.
1: Yep. And then we have uh the 90s binder experience, which is like was it trapper keepers or what was the they were
0: called trapper keepers.
1: Wasn't there like a another name though? It's like something art. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there was another name. Yeah, they're all like, you know, bright, colorful, kids, whatever.
0: Yeah, like kids style art. Like one definitely looks like they said, hey, can you do Care Bears? Yeah. But not get us copyrighted. And they were like, I think I can do that.
1: We also want My Little Pony, but not copyrighted, even though we own... My Little Pony. Trademark to My Little Pony, yeah. But they're in that kind of style. We yeah, have Alms Collector. Yeah. Elms Collector. Crested Sunmare. Goreclaw. Ren and Siri. This is kind of weird because Ren and Siri was a buy a box promo, right? It was. That's like the only time it's been printed.
0: I do believe. So that's
1: kind of strange. And then uh, Exotic Orchard. And I think... Crested Sunmare might be expensive. Okay, um, well, Renin
0: Series, $22. Holy moly, really? Yeah. Hmm. I feel like I might I have one those. or two. I
1: have multiples.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're 22 bucks on Card Kingdom. Yeah, I should sell those. Yeah, I should look for mine and make them go away.
1: Um, I think Crested Sunmare is expensive too, though. It might be. And uh, Exotic Orchard is kind of a EDH staple.
0: Yeah, crested sunmares are like six to ten dollars.
1: Okay. I don't know. Art's not my style. There's yeah. nothing in there that
0: particularly interests me. So, other than selling your current possessions of run series. Uh yes, absolutely. Um, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna say. City... What is this? City Styles mm-hmm. is probably the best one.
1: Yeah.
0: I can see that. In terms of art?
1: Oh, in terms of art? Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: Yeah. And... Is Shakashima the imposter expensive? Or is it Thousand um, Faces It's expensive? The imposter is $5. So Thousand Faces is the expensive one. Okay. Uh... And then the massacre girl art is a plus. It is. Um, I
1: don't think massacre girl super expensive either, though. No. Um, mm. And then we have Asusa, which the art's pretty good, but Asusa has caught a whole bunch of reprints, and I don't think it's worth anything anymore.
0: Yes, I I agree. Uh, it is. Huh? Uh, it's still ten bucks.
1: Is it? Okay.
0: Yeah. Like the cheapest, the cheapest version is twelve dollars from the core set. All right. Uh, again, I'm using Card Kingdom because that's what came up, but yeah, yeah. So, not bad.
1: Yeah, and the art's good. Uh, uh, Taste of Car Love is worth a couple bucks. Uh and the art's pretty good.
0: And the art's pretty good. She does look like she could put the pimp hand down. Oh yeah. So that's
1: how that's how you duplicate death triggers <laughs>
0: that is yep by
1: causing them what's with the open hand
0: <laughs> yep <Yeah. laughs> uh and then like all of the, all of this all the same artists did all of these arts mm-hm right, so you're like, okay, there's clearly a style here, I'm getting it, and then there's paradise mantle. <laughs> And yeah. like it's just so different uh from the rest of it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a little jarring, but but paradise mantle is eight dollars.
1: Who knew? Now everybody knows.
0: Yeah, I have some. I should maybe not have eight dollar paradise mantles for the love of God.
1: Seems reasonable.
0: Yeah. It's not like yeah, I don't the have the art's enough. really cool though. Yeah, and no. The if if I were someone who played the card Massacre Girl, I would want this art of Massacre Girl. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yes.
1: Dead people at slot machines or yeah, out of the arcade, whatever place. they are.
0: Yeah. And then we have art series Sam Burn, Burly, Burly. Burley, yep. Burley. Got hooked on Phonics, didn't get to West Virginia. Um, so we have Braid of Fire.
1: Which was expensive.
0: Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah, at
1: one point that was like a $30 card. Okay. I don't know if it still is. I think it got a reprint it, in the last Master set, maybe?
0: Yeah, uh, it's a Mystery Booster foil. Okay. But it is still $16. Yeah. Uh, From the original cold stab, yeah. Um,
1: Cost I don't think was ever super expensive because he was in a dual deck. No, but I do
0: appreciate him doing the Hadouken.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's pretty good art. Yeah, I mean they're all really good art. The Braid of Fire is pretty. Master of the Wild Hunt's cool.
0: And then, oh boy, Tyrant of the of Jun, the Banner Man. Yeah. So, yeah, like, nothing super exciting. Like, we're getting to that point where you're just kind of like, um, oh, man, like, the arts aren't super exciting anymore because there's just so many of them now.
1: Well, I mean, how how many times have I just said, oh, this card just caught a whole bunch of reprints?
0: <laughs> yes. Yes, it's just it's just another avenue to reprint, which is fine, yeah. but like you know, it makes it hard to be like I'm gonna buy this f- secret layer for value, right.
1: The uh, speaking of value, I think the the most value out of all of these was the festival in a box for Minneapolis mm-hmm. that's currently sold out, so don't bother going to check or anything. Um, but it was 250 bucks, I think.
0: 270. Uh,
1: 270. But you got a draft box of All Will Be One, a draft box of Brothers War, a booster box of Convention Edition Mystery Boosters, which is pretty sweet. And then, uh, like, a. I guess it's a Minneapolis only secret lair. That, like, the the styles of all these are really cool. Um, I don't know that any of them are super expensive, but. It's uh Phage the Untouchable, Sen Triplets, Yasin the Wanderer Bard, and Alayla Artful Provocateur.
0: Yeah, like they're all cool. Yeah. I can I can get behind them. Yeah. And an Arcane Signet Thanos Edition. <laughs> yes, Thanos Edition.
1: Definitely looks like the Infinity Gauntlet.
0: Yeah. Uh and, like, Sen and Alayla, like, Sen is definitely a popular commander. It used to be really expensive.
1: Yeah. So is Alayla and Yissen, actually.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, is Yissen still expensive? <clears throat> like, Yissen just seems like he's got passed by.
1: Um, I don't know if he's expensive or not, but I th- if I remember right, Yissen's a pretty competitive, like, CDH deck. Yeah, he's, like, two bucks. Yeah. And Phage is literally unplayable in Commander.
0: (laughs) Oh, is it? Oh, because if you don't cast it from your
1: hand, you lose the game.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Literally unplayable in Commander, still $8. Yeah, somehow. Somehow. gotta, like, give it to your opponent somehow. Gotta cast it onto your opponent's battlefield. Sure. you may cast the spell and put it on your opponent's side.
1: Change control of target spell on the stack.
0: Okay. ooh. <laughs> there we go. they are gonna hold priority, and then when they die, I guess Phage would go back to your command zone. Yeah. Because... I guess what happens to their stuff? Oh, that'd be super confusing in the rules. I think it disappears. <laughs> so you just lose your commander? Well, I mean, it would go back to your command zone. Okay, fair. Yeah. They just go to exile. Yeah. All right. Yeah, not super... You are yeah. right. Like, if I would have... Like, the festival in the box is a good value. Yeah.
1: No longer available, so... No longer available. Like I said,
0: don't bother looking, but... Next time I they guess. do a magic con, they might do it again, so. Yeah.
1: I think that was the the best value in this bunch, though.
0: So, um now we have the march of the machine stuff. Would you like to read what you wrote?
1: <laughs> sure. I said somehow we completely
0: yeah. yeah, missed this announcement. Yeah. I think I was at school, so. Sorry yeah. guys. So, um, the big thing is, um, they have, like, team-up cards.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird how they're doing them. Like, some of them are in the actual set, and then some of them are, like, commander exclusives, but not in the commander decks.
0: Yeah, I guess I didn't know they weren't in the commander decks. They're in pre-release packs what
1: but you can't use them during pre-release
0: hey person at this new player acquisition event do you did you enjoy opening this card that you're not allowed to play yeah how about for a format that you may or may not want to play yeah
1: yeah, there's a a bonus card in the pre-release packs. Okay. Or like a bonus sheet or a bonus promo or something, and I don't know. I'm assuming we're gonna get more information as it gets closer to release time mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, the um, if you look at, let me see, was Thalia one of them?
0: No, it's I think, Goro Goro. I'm in the regular set. Goro Goro and Shatoru Slimefoot Foot and Squee. Yeah. Like Attila and Lear, and Slimefoot and Squee is just a loss because like that card is like neat and good. Mm -hmm. Also, and is Slimefoot and Squee? Yes, like two of your favorite characters. I know. Yes, I. I don't know. Three of my favorite colors. Yes, could have gone right into the Junderdome but instead... It's a
1: fungus goblin.
0: (laughs) A fungus goblin. This is true.
1: Yeah.
0: So, they've done, like, what happened if people on the same plane that were perhaps enemies in the past team up together to fight fight the... We weren't
1: enemies, though. Like, they were both members of the Weatherlight, weren't they?
0: Fair, but like, Drana and Linvala, and Yargle, yeah. and Montani, and Thalia, and the Gitrog. Yeah, I guess so. And Galta, and Marvin? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, that kind of makes sense. So maybe, maybe the three colored ones were allies, because they shared a color? Oh, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. And then the... And then the, like... Well, I guess Thalia kind of goes against that. But but then you have, like, the color color one for yep. a lot of them. I don't know. I'm sure they'll have some, like, grand thing that unifies them. Uh, so, yeah, they they seem like they're powerful cards, these, like, mashups. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the
1: only one that's, like, weird is Yargle.
0: The meme. I mean, it's just big. It's just the meme. It's just two Yargles in a trench coat.
1: Is it two Yargles? Yeah, yeah Yargle was a nine-three. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah, yeah for but the like pe- Multani like has always done stuff though. So yeah, was that's that
0: what was weird. Yeah, so Yargle and Multani three black black green for an eighteen-six. Yeah. Legendary creature, creature, frog spirit elemental. and a literal paragraph of flavor text. Mm Mm-hmm. Multiple sentences. Yep, that's it. Yes. That's it. Just an 18-6. Yep. Get in there, buddy. Now, on the other side, you have Thalia and the Gitrog monster. First strike death touch for a 4-4 that is White, black, green. Mm-hmm.
1: So Siege Rhino.
0: Siege Rhino. It is Siege Rhino. Yep. Uh, you may play an additional land each turn each, on each of your turns. Okay, that's okay. good. Yep. Creatures in non-basic lands your opponent's control enter the battlefield tap. That's 3-2 Thalia's ability. Yep. That's good. So we have a get jog ability, a Thalia ability, and then whenever they attack, you can sac a creature or a land and then draw a card. So kind of old get drugs ability. Like yeah, similar. Land goes to the graveyard, draw a card. Yep. So this is similar. Um Yeah, like if forest is a playable thing, like it seems good. Mm-hmm. Um I think this has the uh what's it called? The oh gosh, Savage Knuckle Blade problem. Big nooks. That like on its face it reads strong, but like you have to have the cards around it.
1: Well, I mean what what's weird is that like it's two value plays and kind of a weird like taxi effect. Mm-hmm. Like they don't really gel.
0: True. But like it is it... Like
1: if you look at Yargle and Multani, at least it gels. <laughs> <That> they're big. <laughs> Because it has no rules text.
0: It just all makes sense. (laughs) It has both power and toughness. The peanut butter and jelly of magic cards. Power and toughness. Yeah. I mean, the thing needs to be red so I don't have to go into three colors to fling it. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Like your opponent, like, fetch shocks and you're just like...
1: There's a black one, isn't there? Oh, it's red of consumption. Red of consumption, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you've... Cast that before.
0: I have, I have. I'm just saying, yeah. one could uh reanimate a yargle with Goryo's Vengeance, and then yes. feed it to a fling, totally. or yes. is it is it thud? Is that the one mana red one? Yeah, I think so. And just thud someone. There you go. Oh, you fett shocked. Oh, you're in a bad way now. <laughs> you're dead. You thought seized me. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You took the yargle <laughs> we'll bring we'll bring this back and then we'll right. go for it yeah um and then we have drana and linvala it's a uh, one white white black for a three four flying vampire angel mm-hmm. has flying and vigilance it has linvala's old ability from like the first linvala mm-hmm. activated abilities of creatures your opponent's control can't be activated which is, like, kind of a beating. It is a beating, especially, especially
1: nowadays when there's a paragraph on every card.
0: Yeah, and then when Drana and Lo- Drana and Livala has all activated abilities of all creatures your opponents control, you may spend mana as though or mana of any color to activate these abilities. So you just get hmm. all of your opponent's activated abilities.
1: Well, that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I mean. It's a mana dork, it's a priest of forgotten gods, it's everything. Yeah. Um I mean perfectly fine. No complaints. Seems good. Mm-hmm. Now I I everyone has probably heard this, but this is the one that at least for a second parked my ears up.
1: Okay. So
0: we have Galta and uh Mavrin. Mm-hmm. i forgot a marvin before a maverin God.
1: <laughs> i know who you were talking about i'm sure everyone else
0: did too <laughs> maverin the martial uh, martian everyone <laughs> um so three green green white white for a 12 12 dinosaur vampire that matters trample whenever you attack choose one create a tapped and attacking xx green dinosaur where uh, creature with a token with Trample, where X is the greatest power among other c- attacking creatures. Unfortunate. Itself. I just wanted to make two, uh, two 12-12s, but no, no. Yep. And then create x one one white vampire creature tokens with Lifelink, where X is the number of other attacking creatures.
1: So we either make a big-big or a wide-wide.
0: Yes. Um. You, you You saw what the internet wanted to do with this, right?
1: I did not. Sorin. I I completely missed that this was anything.
0: Three mana Sorin.
1: Oh, it just puts it into play.
0: Bonk. <laughs> Your go. Yeah, that's cute. Uh, probably not good. Yeah. But bonk. <laughs> here, here is a, here is a green, green, white, white, uncastable in my. Yeah. In my mono black deck, <laughs> my mono black deck. Yeah, but again, I say bonk. Let's go. <laughs> or you're, or you are playing Abzan, and you're just like Elf into Sorin into this <laughs> turn 2 two twelve twelve. A your go mono red, your go. Turn
1: four, you cast the uh, uh, what was the Solemn Visitor? Soren Solemn Visitor. Give it <laughs> okay. plus
0: one, plus zero, oh, and life link. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Is that good? No. But like, are you going to lose a game of arena to getting dinosaur on turn two by sword? A hundred percent you are. Like, it's going to happen. You're going to be like, oh, I'm just like living my life. Oh, no. I can't beat this. It's like, do, do I have a removal spell? I do not. It's been a good run, ladies and gentlemen get bonked get bonked fool um yeah seems fun um and then we have Omnath Locus of All
1: yeah how do you feel about poor Omnath
0: um it has a paragraph of text that doesn't really do anything well I just meant look at him poor guy yeah, I mean, he's had, he's had a rough day at the office. Yeah. Definitely had better days. So he is Wooburg now. Except the black is Phyrexian. Yes. Just and, the black. And the black mana symbol seems to be slightly larger than the rest of the mana symbols. It's a little it off-putting. Does. Is
1: that how Phyrexian mana is, or is this just like a bad mock-up?
0: Uh. I don't... I feel like it might be a bad mock-up. Yeah. But I could that's be wrong. What I was but, uh... So. I was all excited because like, sweet. A new Mythic Elemental. Mm-hmm. My Elementals deck needs some help. Sick. Let's go. And then uh, I read it. Uh, if you would lose uh, unspent mana, that mana becomes black instead. So he has, like, um, the first Omnath, locus Locust of Creation?
1: Yeah, he's just a mana battery.
0: Yes. Okay, cool. And then, at the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, look at the top card of your library. You may reveal that card if it has three or more colors of mana... Three or more... Sorry, three or more colored, colored mana, mana symbols, symbols in the mana cost. If you do, add three mana of any combination of its colors and put that and put it into your hand. If you don't <laughs> reveal it, put it into your hand. So if you have a three color or more card, you can flip it over and go, I want mana of this color, of these yeah. colors, and then put it in your hand and presumably use that mana to cast the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's not three colors, you just draw it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's still... It's not a bomb, but I think it's still like playable in the elementals deck.
0: Maybe. I mean it is an elemental, which, you know, goes a long it way.
1: Draws a card every turn.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I I cheated on the Elementals. I I was playing Mom. Uh Mom is good. Yeah. Um So I don't know, it's the fact that like, you know. In modern magic, the fact that the card comes in and you have to wait an entire turn cycle
1: before it does anything,
0: yeah, yeah. that's awkward. Now, this was kind of our argument against Shieldred. And True. Think, think of the number of times Shieldred has come down and you've not had an answer for it. Yeah. And then you've just lost the Shieldred. Right? Like, because effectively Omnath is a four mana play.
1: Right. Four mana and two life, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like, kind of in the same realm that Shieldred is. Mm-hmm. So, like, we've all had a Shieldred resolve, and then our opponent, like, hits us for six over the course of three turns, right? Yeah. Like, I think drawing an extra card each turn might be more effective.
1: Yeah, I mean, a 4-5 is also significantly larger
0: than a 4-4. Four four. It is, in terms of, like, what kills it. Yeah. Yeah it is kind of a huge difference.
1: Like a four or five doesn't die to basically any damage based removal.
0: Um, you are playing specific damage base removal just for, for right. it and like searing spear or whatever. And they cost three mana. Yeah. Instead of, uh, instead of two or yeah, instead of two. So yeah, you Whereas are a
1: lot of stuff with tag a four, or four.
0: Yes. So it, it is like not as good. I mean, and you know, this runs into like it gets rending volleyed. Yeah, because it's,
1: it's all white colors and blue. So it, yeah. Yeah.
0: Or it can get aether gusted or yep. noxious grasped or whatever. So like those, like really, if was, your opponent may bring those in because the hosers. Yeah. So they're basically
1: it, like anything with protection.
0: Yeah, so it does have some like weaknesses, yeah. But you know the the dies to doom blade doesn't work all the time, right? Because sometimes they don't have the doom blade, and you bury them, and this card does just bury your opponent. Yeah, and the art's super sick. It is. It is. Um, we have Chandra who brought her goggles. Goggles are back. Yeah, so what does this one do?
1: Uh, Hope's Beacon, 4 red red for a 5 loyalty Planeswalker. Has a static ability. We're back to static abilities. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, copy it. You choose new targets for the copy. This triggers only once a turn. It has a plus 2. Add 2 mana in any combination of colors. So it's not just red ramp, it's any color ramp. Uh, Plus one, another plus ability. Exile the top five cards of your library. Until the end of your turn, you may cast an instant or sorcery spells from among the exiled cards. Or you can neg X to have it deal X damage to each of up to two targets.
0: So just like we were talking about, a uh, Shieldred, you have to cash in your Chandra. In Omnath, you get to keep your Chandra at one. A big difference. Big, big difference. I mean, the Pyromancer's goggle effect is powerful. Mm-hmm. Right? We saw that uh, when goggles were in standard, like, people built decks around goggles. Yep. And I mean, that goggles was... didn't cost six mana, but... They cost four?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah. But, like... But this pays you right back for two of it. Mm-hmm. So it kind of... Cost for, yeah. If you're playing something at sorcery speed, right? Like you could Chandra plus and then stomp something. Mm-hmm. We get a is... double stomp. Oh yeah, double stomp. Bam bam. Stomp stomp. Yeah, kill. Kills an Omnath, not a Shieldred. <laughs> um So Back to that, huh? Hey, just just pointing it out. Yeah. You brought up, I brought up stomp. You pointed out it's a double stomp. Yep. It's like, oh wait, double stomp is four. That's right. Um. It seems, I don't know, it seems like one of those place walkers that's not going to have a home. I mean,
1: six man is a lot. It is. It, it does a lot, but six man is a lot.
0: So Digging
1: five deep for action's pretty good. That's more than Chandra's ever done.
0: Um, and it's is a plus. Nice. Yeah. And it's you get the youth those cards till you the end of your next turn, so you can like play her plus.
1: Oh yeah, I then, didn't see that. Yep. And
0: then get like access to them, but right, this goes back to the planeswalkers. Remember, might have been like Core Set Twenty, uh, where the planeswalkers were very much like have a zombie deck for Lily, have a dragon yeah. deck for Sarkin, and. This is like, have a bunch of instants and in sorceries. Deck. Yeah, have a burn deck. Have a bunch of instants and sorceries. Like, planeswalkers that have those kind of restrictions are typically not as good. Yeah. So, I, w- I would not run out and pre-order these. Nope. Um, just Jyn No, No fancy name. So,
1: three, yeah, this is the one that like turns into a saga.
0: Yeah, so it's three. God, it's got so weird. Three blue blue for Jin Gataxius. Um, it's a five five. Has ward two. Uh, whenever you cast a non creature spell with mana value three or greater, draw a card. That's pretty good. Three and a blue exile Jinn Gataxius and return it to the battlefield transform under its owner's control. Activate this only as a sorcery. And only if you have seven or more cards in hand. Sure. Sure. That's weird. Uh draw cards equal to the number of cards in your hand. You have no maximum hand size for as long as you control the Great Synthesis. Sorry, the Great Synthesis is the saga that yeah. this slips into. Uh chapter two, return all non Phyrexian creatures to their owner's hands. Oh, that's so like powerful. kind of a, a an evacuate. Yep. And then three is you may cast any number of spells from your hand without paying their mana cost. Exile the Great Synthesis, then return it to the battlefield. Uh, face up. Yeah. F- uh, f- front face up. Yeah. yeah, I was like, why do they have the little like thing? But I guess people would just try to like put it in on the wrong the wrong side. Yeah. Um. I mean, it seems powerful.
1: Like yeah. If you, if you, you have seven cards when you cast the thing and then you draw a bunch of cards. So presumably you have a bunch of cards when you get to omniscience.
0: So mm-hmm. it is, I, I don't know, like it feels like a commander card, but that has been a, a, uh, dangerous, uh, pejorative for the last few, uh, <laughs> For the last yeah, few I years,
1: I don't think we're allowed to say that anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, this was a like commander card. I bet it's gonna break three formats. We should probably figure <laughs> out how. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's not a real way to like cheat the flip. You know what I mean?
1: Mm, no, I don't think there's any way to cheat the flip.
0: Yeah. So like, maybe something like a training grounds type effect would, like, lower the cost, but who cares? You still
1: need seven cards in your hand, though. Yeah. Like, are you really going to have seven cards in your hand on turn five after you cast this thing? Probably not. You're no. dead if you are.
0: Things went poorly for you. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know about uh, Jin. Yeah. I mean, a five mana, five, five ward two is fine right like without the other yeah. text on it it's a common yeah right i mean and then, like,
1: that is the text of like generic blue dragon that also has flying and like draws a card when it attacks
0: <laughs> yes that is deemed not good enough yeah uh what was it emirath the blue like dragon that like hit them and like mm-hmm. you drew up to three cards. Yeah. Right? That was a six, six
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And had like ward three or something, like it was like impossible to kill. Yeah. Yeah, like Jin feels like the draw card if you cast a mana spell mana value three or greater, like those aren't the spells you want to chain together to draw cards.
1: Right. You're right? not gonna you're not gonna refill your hand that way.
0: Yeah, you're not gonna like
1: You're gonna tread water that way.
0: Yeah, you're not gonna like. It's not like you're gonna like brainstorm, ponder, and fill your hand up, and like if you're no. playing a bunch of divinations, like you're in a bad way.
1: You could like behold the multiverse, though.
0: You could. That would get like you three. it,
1: draw three cards.
0: I was thinking of the, the the corrupted one, that is like two and a blue, or it's only a blue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or mind over matter. Yep. But. Then it's like, I've got a human, and you're also corrupted, and
1: <laughs> yeah, doing all this other stuff. Yeah, so it's I... all non-creature spells, also though. So like maybe this could go, yeah, and artifacts.
0: Yeah, and then, then we know. have um, uh, the uh, the Denison of uh the Hall of Helio's a douchebag. The douchebag himself.
1: (laughs) Heliod the Radiant Dawn.
0: Yeah, what does this weirdo do other than be a douche?
1: (laughs) Two white-white for a 4-4. When it enters a battlefield, return target enchantment card that isn't a god from your graveyard to your hand. And then you can pay three and a Phyrexian Blue to transform it. And it transforms into Heliod the Warped Eclipse. It's a 4 6 you can cast spells as though they had flash, and spells you cast cost one less to cast for each card your opponents have drawn this turn.
0: Um So the front side of this card is an uncommon, right? A bad uncommon. Yeah, like, like an un- a un- uncommon a like solid draft uncommon if yeah. you were allowed to cast four drops in your format. Which, the and way they've been designing you have formats. have enchantments. Yeah, and you have enchantments that are in the graveyard. Right. Right. And then the back is... a suspect rare? Yeah. Right, like, it's like a rare that doesn't do a whole lot?
1: Since when are gods not indestructible? Like, Theros gods are always indestructible.
0: True. I think that... From what I heard the story behind this is oh, okay. that they didn't corrupt um Heliod directly they corrupted his followers and once oh, his worshippers made, him... Be- made yeah. him corrupted in Phyrexian. and so yeah. by like basically I think because his his followers were bad he yeah. lost indestructible but I could also, be wrong Also Elspeth just kill him yeah, I feel like she'd show up from wherever she went with the Silex and just, like, settle a debt.
1: Well, I think... Didn't Elspeth just kill Heliad in Theros Beyond Death? Did she? I thought so. That's how she got the Shadow Spear, right?
0: I thought she had the Shadow Spear from the Underworld. I don't know. I don't remember.
1: I could have swore Elspeth just killed Heliod.
0: Did Elspeth kill Heliod? Autocomplete.
1: Uh, I guess I'm not up on my lore.
0: So, Elspeth nevertheless fought her way to Heliod, defeating the god as she ate away at his followers' belief. Defeated, Heliod was banished to Urabos's realm, and the god, and the god, the dead, granted Elspeth a boon. I guess of the dead granted Elspeth a boon in return for defeating his ancient foe. Oh, so okay. defeated, but did not murk him. Gotcha. This is and this is from Card Kingdom, so it must be a reputable source.
1: Yep, legitimate
0: source. Legitimate source. So there you go. Uh, we're not. We're not a lore podcast. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Ta da! Ta da! We do it all here. That's right, comedy, lore, whatever you could want. analysis, um, do we want to talk about the blue card or the black card?
1: Um, I don't know what blue card you're speaking of.
0: uh the flying one.
1: okay, you're on a different page than
0: I am. Okay, fairy <laughs> mastermind. okay, oh yeah, okay. um. So it is one in the blue for a two-one flash flyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever your opponent draws their second card each turn, you may draw. Uh, you draw a card. Three in a blue. Each player draws a card. Seems potent. It does. Um, so this is uh, Yuta Takahashi's uh, world championship, championship card. card. Um, he wanted Fairy Mastermind to be a one-three. And they wouldn't let him, because they said it was too good.
1: Hmm.
0: Because he wanted to flash it in and eat Raghavans. Oh. (laughs) He specifically said, I wanted to flash in and kill Raghavans, because I wanted to be playable (laughs) in eternal formats, and you had to be able to kill a Raghavan. And they were like, no, that's too good. You didn't say that about the monkey, did you? No, you didn't say that's too good about the monkey. Um... So, yeah. Um,
1: I think it's pretty solid,
0: though. Yeah, it is. I mean, it is a good, like, tempo card, right? You open your mana, counter a spell, or uh, or play this guy if they don't do anything you need to counter. Mm-hmm. And in the late game, it's four mana, draw two. Mm-hmm. Your opponent gets one, but you get two, so you're up.
1: Yeah, um, you can also cast it like in response to a brainstorm and like get some value off your. Oh yeah! Just brainstorm.
0: annihilate them. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, hey, uh, "Thank you for the card." Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I think it's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Yuta Takahashi is um the world's foremost expert on the Blue Black Fairies archetype. Yes. Um, when that is not a good deck he's still playing it. So, like, for the last (laughs) decade, he's still just been jamming blue-black fairies and does very well with it. It's just, like, his pet deck, so that's why it's a fairy.
1: Yeah, I'd imagine if you were playing the same deck for a decade, you'd be pretty good at it.
0: You would think. You would hope. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But uh, he wanted it to be eternal, playable, because he likes playing Legacy and Modern and Vintage. Mm -hmm. So he wanted something that, like, so that kind of has, like, part of a notion thief. Yeah. And it has, um, uh, and it's a fairy. So it just kind of, and it pitches to force, which is one of the things he said was important to him. <laughs> must pitch to force. Must pitch to force. Must be blue. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about breach the multiverse? Sounds very yeah, fancy. Yeah, five,
1: five black, black for a sorcery. Mm-hmm. Each player mills 10 cards. For each player, choose a creature or a planeswalker in that player's graveyard. Put those cards onto the battlefield under your control. Then each creature you control becomes a Phyrexian, in addition to its other types. So it's 7 mana, unless you're playing Commander, it's 7 mana for uh, reanimate two things.
0: Yeah, but was that... um,
1: You could also miss, though.
0: Yeah, was that card from uh, um, Shadows of would It was like 5 black black or 4 black black return two things.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: ever After? Was it Ever After? I don't... Uh, ever After. Was he, is he right? Let's see. There's... Uh, I think it is. That's I was thinking of a pull. Uh, return up to two target creature cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. Each of those is a zombie in addition to its other colors and types. Put Ever After on the bottom of its owner's library. Yes. No. Yeah.
1: Except that this will only hit two things if your opponent has a target. You yes, can't hit you two can't things in your like,
0: graveyard. Um, Ever After was like not playable.
1: Not even close.
0: So I have I have my doubts that this will be playable.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, famous last words. It seems like a solid EDH card if you get four things. But
0: oh yeah, it seems like a beating if you get four things.
1: But also, like, at 7 mana, can't you play uh, Rise of the Dark Realms? I think that's 9. Is that 9? I will look. Uh... It seems Uh, like there's better things you can do for 7 mana. I
0: think. Yeah, Rise of the Dark Realms is 9. It's 7 black black.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Like, the difference between...
0: Seven and nine is is I don't know, not not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, is is if your deck can get to seven, you're probably yeah. set up to get to nine. Yeah. So I was trying to find there's like a there's a Keldheim card that is I thought similar haunted voyage or haunting voyage. Mm-hmm. Uh, choose a creature Four black black choose a creature type. Return up to two creature cards of that type from your graveyard to the battlefield. If the spell was foretold, return all creature cards of that type. And it was foretell for five black black. That card also wildly unplayable. Mm-hmm.
1: This is also kind of like a tracking nightmare, right? What do you mean? Because it makes each creature you control a Phyrexian.
0: Oh gosh, yeah. Then you play creatures afterwards. That In your
1: art Phyrexian,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Or like, if something gets blinked, then it's no longer a Phyrexian.
0: Uh, like you have to have like little like counters or something to track what's a Phyrexian. Yeah.
1: It's an arena card it that's is. also strangely a commander card that's not supported on arena.
0: <laughs> All right, <laughs> and then the last card from the spoilers. Man, Moment
1: are... of truth.
0: This is the, the first time we've kind of done like all of the spoilers for a set. Yeah, it is weird. All right, We don't ever do this.
1: <laughs> uh, one in a blue for an instant. Look at the top three cards of your library. Put one into your hand, one into your graveyard, and one on the bottom of your library. So it's kind of like a cross between uh, expressive iteration and anticipate.
0: I was going to say, it's like anticipate and consider yeah right like so i think this is just better than anticipate yeah right because filling your graveyard is always important like and if you're right imagine you're some sort of graveyard combo deck i've never played one of those before but imagine <laughs> if you if you were to play a deck like that um you can keep a hand that doesn't have pieces because you're gonna look for three and he'd be right. like oh i can put my reanimation target in my graveyard and i can put the reanimation spell into my hand perfect great no problem. exactly problems. what i wanted Yep. no problems um th- this just i think goes beside uh atraxa in standard yeah like, i need to get my atraxa in the graveyard <laughs> uh perfect i need to find Moment it get, i need to find it and get it into the graveyard oh this yeah. card does it all Thank yep. you. Like, strangely, this is the card that I think is most playable out of, other than, like, I think the Fairy Mastermind does, like, kind of meet the bar of, like, a tempo thing. But, like, Moment of Truth strikes me as, like, the most playable card out of the bunch. Yeah. Also, Fairy Mastermind with any cantrip, your opponent ponders. Mm-hmm. Get him. Get a card. Get him. Amazing got to hit my second land drop play by ponder ha i'll draw a card thank you fairy
1: mastermind thank Fuck. you very much <laughs>
0: that was good that was good that's good i can't i can't say anything that was that was pretty amazing yeah so i'm interested in seeing the other smush of uh, team ups team ups yeah i'm also interested in like maybe some standard legal ones that are at 3 mana yeah right like like uh i think that would be oh do you
1: think we'll get like a zev and ragavan
0: oh man like a, a mono red 3 mana zev and ragavan it's got to be like red 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 or something yeah yeah, maybe. <clears throat> maybe, like, is Gonti dead?
1: Mm, I don't know.
0: You could, like, carry Zev and Gonti? Maybe. Or, oh gosh, what is his name? Uh, Nabon? Is it Nabon? Mm-hmm. Nabon and carry Zev? Like, the, blue, the blue-red oh, one? Oh, Do- Dovinban. Do- who was the... Who was the... There was a four-mana... Like one four that if you had the artifact with the highest power or highest converted mana cost, you have oh, to draw um, a card. P- Padim. Padim. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Padim and Kari Zev. Yep. Uh, is P is P- P- still alive? I think so. Yeah. Pia could P could get in there with with uh uh Padim. Mm-hmm. Pia into Padim uh, science fair judges. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it'll,
1: it'll probably be Rashmi.
0: Oh yeah, it'll yeah. make make toke. Oh, like your monkey attack. Like, well, here you go. You attack with Karizev. You make a monkey, a treasure, and then one of Ova Pashiri's uh, tokens. Oh yeah, just a little <laughs> bit of everything. You just make it all. It's fine. Um, And then we have like The Aftermath cards Which are going to be like a smaller set After March of the Machines Yeah this Like this whole thing is weird right It What it strikes me as Is We're sick Of people complaining about Standard getting stale And there's a lot of other games that partway through their set cycle will release a small set of cards to shake up standard. Right? A lot of digital-only games. So, after like six weeks of standard, we're going to put 50 new cards into the format to shake up standard for the next six weeks. But the problem is, this stupid set is going to be the set that is on a, on arena forever because yeah. we have Lord of the Rings coming in the summer. So it's going to well, be like last year where it was like streets.
1: I thought they said that Lord of the Rings was going to be on arena though.
0: Oh, is it? thought it's they gonna... said it was.
1: It was going to be like um, Baldur's Gate where it's like the same set but different.
0: Oh, well, I I did not participate in Baldur's Gate for that reason. Uh, jumps, we have starter kits. We have Jumpstart. We have pre-release packs. We have draft boosters. We have set boosters. We have collector boosters. We have the bundle. We have the gift bundle. Yeah. Um. No, you're right. June 20th, it comes to Arena. I thought so. Yeah. Well, I just ignored Boulder's Gate. Like, it did not exist for me. So, uh, that's why I didn't realize it was on Arena. Yeah, I blocked it out. It was too painful. <laughs> um. Well, I
1: just meant, like, in general, they're do- doing, like, a lot of really... S- they've made a lot of strange decisions, like, for this product. Uh-huh. And e- even though, like, Aftermath is kind of its own product, um... I still consider it a strange decision for this product. Fair. Like, during what pre-release have you opened a promo card that you weren't allowed to play with?
0: Uh, Never. That was like literally anything in your box was fair game. Yeah. Oh, did so, you open a... uh, Whatever, Invention Crucible of Worlds? Congratulations, your sealed deck now has a Crucible of Worlds.
1: Yeah, it really strange. And then, like... We also have a uh, bonus sheet for this set. I don't think we touched on that yet. No, right?
0: bonus sheet.
1: So there's a set of cards that are in their pers- respective planes showcase set frame, I oh, guess yeah, is yeah. what you call it. So like, that's where we're getting Ragavan. Ragavan's going to be on the bonus sheet for this set. In like the Kaladesh masterpiece version.
0: And like Atraxas getting getting done, right? Yeah, like the Streets of Nuka-Penna gilded whatever. Gilded frame. Um,
1: well, I guess that means Atraxas from Nukapenna? Does that
0: make N- sense? No, so Atraxa, I think, is maybe I'm wrong. I thought Atraxa was going to Nukapenna. Thus they were putting her in the um, I could be no, wrong
1: it, it says first up is multiverse legends a non-standard legal bonus sheet like mystical archive or retro artifacts from the brothers war it will contain reprints of iconic characters in their home planes booster fun treatment
0: so attracts it was an angel from Nuka Penna? must be there we go we have learned something new today
1: hmm weird
0: I mean it. Nukapenna is the angel plane. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Where Where are you seeing those at? I had um, them. Up. Oh, wait, you have the link. Duh. Yeah,
1: I gave you links. I gave you links for everything.
0: You're very smart. I was like, I was like, I looked at these. I don't know, like, where they went. Yep. Uh. I
1: don't know. I, I thought it was weird.
0: Yeah, it is they're do- they're just doing all of this stuff with the set
1: yeah and then like there's a whole s- whole slew of commander decks like this is a five deck set okay and each commander deck comes with ten plane chase cards, five of them being new five of them being old and I guess they're random so you hmm. get like a booster pack of plane chase cards, but like I mean that's not something they've ever done before. I don't know, it just seems like they're throwing an awful lot of, awful lot at the wall with this set. Doing a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah. Like I can get I understand the thought process about the uh uh what's it called? Aftermath. The Aftermath. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, they, I just feel like they can't, they're like running this into this weird arms race, right? So mm-hmm. when we had the, oh gosh, the expeditions and like the lottery cards, right? Yeah. Right. You had to, like, they had to keep doing those for a while because people were excited for the lottery cards. Mm-hmm. Then they kind of were like, oh, we can't think of any good ones to print anymore or whatever. We're going to stop. Yeah. All right, but like you, so now it seems like they're just like, okay, for throne we're gonna do a treatment, and it seems like every subsequent set they're like, we have to do a little bit more. Yeah. These people aren't buying enough. We have to find <laughs> some way to make them buy more. What if yeah. we have a, a a weird extra sheet that has creature, uh, cards from? other sets in the set well that might work well what if we do and it's at some point it's like hey look like crack dealers never have to be like hey man I made my crack uh, blue raspberry flavored right no it's crack it sells itself right (laughs) maybe maybe you started selling bad crack yeah and it's like oh hey people aren't buying our supply anymore we have to like dress it up and so we're gonna you know, put all this stuff on it, but it just seems like every set, it's like, it's like they have an arms race with themselves. Yeah. Like, oh, there's. Well, tr- I mean, that
1: that's how you double profits year over year, right?
0: I guess, I guess, but like, I don't know. Uh, my last carton of eggs was cheaper, so that was nice. <laughs> but like, I forgot to pack my lunch today, and it almost sent me into financial ruin. I would <laughs>
1: have to pay twenty dollars for a happy meal.
0: I went, to, I went to McDonald's and I ordered a 10-piece nugget with a large fry and a large shrink and a double cheeseburger. It was $13. Yeah. I was like, holy crap.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So. so I remember
1: I, when $5 was a lot for a value meal.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I remember when the double cheeseburger was 99 cents. It's yep. now 3.29. Like I still have old man brain and I order it cuz I think it's cheap and then I looked at the price today and was like maybe I need to stop tacking on the delicious double cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. It is so much better than the regular cheeseburger, but <laughs> it's also not worth $3.29 for the love of god. Not even close. Um wait right, so like at some point, like people have to run out of money, right?
1: Yeah, or stop spending money.
0: Well, that's right. Like this guy, they have to. They have to. They have to run out of money. They're willing to spend on your product. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, but it's just weird. Like they just can't leave stuff alone because they have to get more profits this year. So we have to have an extra treatment and an extra secret layer and an extra whatever. Right. Um. And then another day that we miss the landfill.
1: Yeah, I don't. I think I'm going to stop putting the landfill on here because it's kind of old news now.
0: Yeah, it is. It's old news. We have to. Someone needs to go to a Texas dump and take new pictures of cards in the landfill <laughs> to move the needle to get this back on. You so, know what?
1: I am going to throw part of this in though. Okay, because it's now been two weeks and we haven't talked about it at all. So real quick before we end the show. Okay. Resleeveables
0: is back. It is. It yeah. is. They uh, took the bold stance of they're starting at the beginning of magic and working forward. Yeah. As opposed um, to random times in history.
1: <laughs> they're also doing it as a YouTube channel instead of as
0: a podcast. Yes. So, so. Uh, I think Cedric went to some pains to like get a nice backdrop for them. And then I think p Sully showed up uh, <laughs> as per usual in, in a clipper's tank top for the yep. first one um Classic p. Sully. yeah no it was um it was very enjoyable, yep, it was a good episode
1: if yeah. uh, you guys haven't you know not that we're doing a sponsored spot for receivables or anything, but uh Cedric and p. Sully are probably the epitome of um magic content yeah like if they're what makes they're everything i love about the game
0: if you're a middle-aged man they are like right in your wheelhouse so perfect um yeah like they would easily if you any pro tour coverage that you watched they would easily be the best commentary team that would be on coverage for sure. Right? Like whoever who, who, I'm I'm again, sorry Corey, sorry A, uh, Aloy or not Aloy, <laughs> whatever her name is. Alias, Alias V. Like Alias you can go work the news desk, Corey you can stay home and just like give them like <laughs> like, like give them the second the second spot. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like give, give them the first spot. I kind of like having Marshall around, but Oh, I mean, I like Marshall too, but I don't. Not more than Cedric and P. Sully. I don't think I do. Yeah. So like, even
1: if it was like Marshall and LSV, I think I'd rather listen to Cedric and P. Sully.
0: High praise. So, yeah. like, they are—they definitely have a unique take because they were playing super competitively. Yeah. Uh, at this time. And uh, we, we never got as competitive as Cedric and P. Silly were, like, in their primes. Right. Not even close, but. Uh, like, uh, so, you know, kind of like, like in the, like, you know, cons era to the end times, right? <laughs> like, yeah. we have a pretty good sense of what was going on and the decks and stuff. Um, they had that for, like, a much longer time. Yeah like a and, decade longer yeah and they have it as both players and then moving into commentary mm-hmm. so
1: and they're also like good friends so mm-hmm. it's kind of like listening to us talk about magic but yeah it's cedric and peacefully
0: yeah so uh yeah not uh you can you can watch two youtube podcasts you can yeah. watch uh you can watch us and then you can like watch them yeah. You can drift, 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 drift to sleep to the dulcet tones of P. Silly.
1: <laughs> I think that's the first and last time anybody will give him that
0: compliment. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, yeah, like I, I approve that message. It is very very enjoyable. Yep. So, uh, with that, I think we have a show. We have a show. Um, if you want to get at us on social media and tell us that we should stop pimping other podcasts and uh, YouTube video <laughs> offerings, uh, feel free to get at us. Uh, all those links, Facebook, Twitter, Discord, are all in the description below. If you're hey, in the Discord, uh, I, that's where I find out about a bunch of cards sometimes. Yeah.
1: I, uh, I wouldn't have shilled them if I didn't think that they were worth it. So This is true. Yeah. This is a... High-quality high content. A Check
0: non-sponsored, sponsored bit.
1: That's right. Um... If you're looking to support us, you can do so in a few different ways. The first is with our TCG Player Affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Uh, follow that link on over, do whatever shopping you're going to do, and you will support the show just by doing that. It doesn't cost you anything else, and it helps us out. So make sure you use that link. The second way to support us is with our Patreon, patreon.com slash You can chip a couple bucks in. You get access to our pre-show, so you get more of us every week. You get access to our show notes, so you have a sneak peek about what we're going to talk about and stuff that we've been skipping for two weeks if you wanted to read about it. Um, And the third thing you get is you get put on my mailing list for when I have cool stuff, and cool stuff is coming soon. So if you want in, make sure I get your mailing address and sign up for Patreon. Chip a couple bucks in. There's yeah. a third way you can support us. Ooh. Do you know what that is? I don't. Maybe I should.
0: You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes, you can. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. and subscribe. Yeah, yeah. We need to do that.
1: Yeah. You get to see our smiling faces in addition to listening to our, what you call, peaceably dulcet tone. Dulcet tones. Yes. Yeah. So, in addition, in addition to listening to our dulcet tones, you could... uh Look at our smiling faces as we speak at you. Um, Also, Brian does limited content a couple times a week, Monday, Mm -hmm. Wednesday, Friday. And you get Tomfoolery Tuesdays is coming back. Uh, Took a little break while I had some issues, but uh, we'll be back. And basically every weekday, we got something for you on Casual Triard MTG and YouTube. So make sure you subscribe over there.
0: And if you're not liking Phyrexia, all will be one. Shadows ever Inner Shroud Remastered is coming soon to save us.
1: Coming soon to save us, yeah.
0: All right. So with that, we'll catch you on the internets.
1: We'll catch you on the internets.